Sup, Buzznet. In reference to the podcast, here again. For Murder Tuesday. No, it's not Murder Tuesday. True Crime Tuesday. <laughs> wow, this is going to go great. I'm Amanda. I'm Heather. And I will eventually get that right. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's a big change. Murder Monday just rolls off. <laughs> I know. True Crime. True Crime. See? True Crime Tuesdays. True Crime There's Tuesday. too many syllables. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> Murder Monday was fun. It's just my OCD was not going to allow me to have our new social media plan. Because yeah, I'm like awesome. Like how much it was. Anyway. Did you, did you hear the crickets? <laughs> yeah, I heard them. I'll leave them in there for you guys. I won't. Um, okay, so today we're going to learn about Heaven's Gate. Do you know anything about Heaven's Gate? Only the thing I saw on a TikTok. <laughs> we really need to start recording ourselves and posting ourselves on YouTube because... People really miss the full effect of me rolling my eyes. <laughs> but no, this guy was like a delivery thing for a truck. And he's like, yeah, he's like, you see that compound like way down there? He's like, no, he's like, those are the white fe- white people that white people don't fuck with. He's like, that's some like Heaven's Gate don't drink the Kool-Aid shit. I know it's not the same thing. Yeah, okay. I do know that. Okay. So, uh, my sources were Wikipedia and the New York Times... From Religious Childhood to Reigns of a UFO Cult. Well then, it's a a bit of a mouthful. (laughs) And I use many different Wikipedia pages. I used Heaven's Gate's Wikipedia page, and then Marshall Applewhite's page, and then his... Apple Bottom? Nope, Applewhite. And then, um, I don't know, whatever her name is, Bonnie something... So, multiple different ones in there. Oh, somebody just followed us. Oh, you're also gonna do not disturb the phone. A... Yeah, please do that. Because mine vibrates very loud. Yeah, yours, like, I can hear down at my mom's house. Such an exaggeration. Okay, so I've mentioned before, I think... Maybe. I definitely mentioned it to you before, but I don't enjoy researching cults. I don't know why, because I love true crime, and I love, like, I don't like this setup at all. Why? I don't know. It's just weird. <laughs> it's does not because we're sitting- feel too formal for you? <laughs> I think. It's just, it's just weird. We're sitting at the living room table. Yeah, we're also in yet another. another yes. Oh yeah, this is the first for the- on the corner of my living room at our old dining room table. Yeah. I think, though, that we've now managed to record at every house that we possibly could. Because we've recorded at my mom's. We've recorded in Greensburg. Here. We've recorded at my aunt's. We've recorded here. We've recorded in Cleveland. We've recorded over Skype. We just gotta go to George Ann's house and do one now. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, we need to hijack your living room for an hour. <laughs> um. Well, anyway... Um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't like this setup. Maybe because you're... But you were on my left in Cleveland, too. Yeah. Is that because your back's towards the door? Could be. Who knows? I'm <laughs> weird. Alright, anyway. Um, I said maybe researching Heaven's Gate would change my mind about cults, but probably not. And it didn't, so... Did it just make it worse? Yeah, 
not worse, but I don't know. I just see. I just figured you would find cults fascinating. I know because I love psychology. I love true crime. I just don't. I think because they're so overplayed. Like not overplayed. That's a bad word. But like when one does something dumb like this, it's like just a chain reaction. Well, it's just like covered forever. Mm, like like I that hate one that was Charles like Manson. fifteen days. It's like. They had, like, a siege and everything got burned down. Oh, that's Waco. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, like, I know that one. (laughs) I know that one. I've watched everything about it. But I think that's because I lived in Texas. Were you anywhere near Waco? I don't think so. But I don't know where Waco is in Texas. That's where Chip and Joanna are from. They are. They should go into the compound and... Well, Put some own, ship like, left the, magno- the Magnolia compound. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> I picked Heaven's Gate because the founder, Marshall Applewhite, graduated from Austin College, which I mentioned early on. Actually, I mentioned that wrong. I said the guy from Waco was who graduated from AC, and then I had to yeah. correct myself. So he, this guy was... This guy is... Dead. Yes. He's from my favorite section of Wikipedia, the famous alumni. Oh, I was like, What? I love the famous alumni part of Wikipedia. I'm such a nerd. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, let's talk about Marshall. He was born on May 17th, 1931. Those May babies are the worst. Fucking old. <laughs> okay. Born three days before me. And a few years. Just like, like half 30, a dozen. Just like 30 years. <laughs> Yeah, you think I was born in 1961? Damn, I look good for my age. That's 50 years. <laughs> 57 years. Whatever, 50, 57. <laughs> it's all the same. It's all in the same 10. He had three siblings, and he attended Corpus Christi High School and started college at Austin College in 1948. At Austin College, he was the leader of the a cappella choir, the Judiciary, Judiciary Council. And he was the Campus Association of Prospective Presbyterian Ministers. Man, he's in a lot of stuff that was a mouthful. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's also funny because nobody there talks about him. I don't know why. Well, maybe because he was in a cult or a leader of a cult? Maybe. His roommate, John Alexander, who sounds like he should be a president. I don't know. He just sounds like a very... Like Alexander Johnson? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. This is Andrew. <laughs> anyway. Um, Presidents weren't much strong suit in school. Uh, John Alexander said Marshall was an extrovert, popular, very smart, and not pushy. He said that he wasn't strange or fanatically religious, which... It's funny if you ask me. But... Isn't that like the opposite of what a cult person is? Yeah, basically. So he graduated from Austin College in 1952 and married Anne Pierce. Pierce? Pierce. I don't know what her fucking name is. Sorry, Anne. P-I-E-R-C-E? P-E-A-R-C-E. Pierce? 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 <laughs> Pierce? I don't know. He married Anne. Anne P. Yeah, they went on to have two children, Mark and Lane. In 1954, Marshall was drafted by the army and served in Austria and New Mexico, which... Polar opposites. (laughs) Yeah, made me laugh. As a member of the Army Signal Corps. Do you know what that is? Corps? 
Yeah, whatever. I always <laughs> say corpse. There's a P. Okay. Corpse has an E on the end. <laughs> the English language is hard. Yes, it is. Um, Trust me, I know. Do you know what that core does? What was it? The Army Signal Corps. They send signals? <laughs> no, they create and manage communication and information systems for the command and control of the combined armed forces. Let's throw a couple more C's in there? No. <laughs> I had to look that up, so I also used their Wikipedia page because I didn't know what they did. Anyway, Marshall left the Army in 1956 and enrolled at the University of Colorado, where he earned a master's degree in music with a focus on musical theater. So he tried to launch a professional music career in New York City, but failed. So then he moved to Alabama, and he was a teacher there. Again, polar opposites here, man. Like I'm going to go from New York City to Alabama. Yeah. He lost his position because he pursued a sexual relationship with a male student. This also led to the separation from his wife in 965. Because I apparently didn't type a one. Man, that was some time travel. Yeah. So they got divorced in 1965. No, I'm sorry. They separated in 1965. They divorced three years later. So then from Alabama, Marshall moved to Houston to teach at the University of St. Thomas. He served as the chair of the music department and became a popular local singer. He was openly gay for a time in Texas, but did also pursue a relationship with a woman. She left him, though, due to pressure from her family. So, he was openly... How can he be for, a, for like, a while? Like, just, like, stop telling people? I guess, like, when because he moved a lot, so I think uh, that, so like, like, yeah. He's like, I'm gonna move again, and nobody's gonna know. Yeah, because in 1971, he moved to New Mexico. Briefly. He, it's gotten around. Yeah. <laughs> And operated a deli, and then moved back to Texas later that year. Around this time, his father passed and caused a significant emotional toll on Marshall. Marshall's sister, Louise, said her brother had undergone a near-death experience after being hospitalized in Houston for heart blockage. Okay, now here's where stuff gets a little... I don't know which Wikipedia page was correct. Let's just say that. (laughs) Multiple. Yeah. So, while being hospitalized, Marshall met a nurse who told him that God kept him alive for a purpose. This nurse was Bonnie Lou Truesdale Nettles. She related to Chris? No. But that's what made me text you that day, because (laughs) when I saw her name, I was like, isn't that Chris's last name? And so then I, like, Wikipedia'd him to see if there was any connection, but there wasn't. So. So there could be. But I think he's from Florida. Not that that, like, means anything necessarily, but... There's a lot of people from Florida. (laughs) Well, I think because my family is so, like... One area. We're all from Western PA. (laughs) So like, like everybody's from one spot. (laughs) Yeah, like, to, you know... You can't have family in, like, three states over. (laughs) Right. Now you can, because my dad lives in Florida, and I live in Ohio, and... Everybody else lives in Pennsylvania. Yeah, except for the adopted. Yeah, but they're adopted. Alright, so on Bonnie's Wikipedia... Wikipedia's? Yeah, Bonnie's Wikipedia page, it says the two met is questionable how they met is questionable. I'm trying to figure out what the hell I kept seeing moving at your foot. Oh, sorry. I was like, what is he? I thought it was Brody. Oh, no. No, he's not up here. He's under the table, I think. 
So on her page, it says how the two met is questionable because there are multiple stories and the one of him being hospitalized and her being his nurse wasn't actually listed. So like how they met. Like was she a nurse though? Uh, Yes. We're going to talk about her. She was born on August 29th, 1927. So like them August babies. Gotta watch out for them Virgos. Yeah. Is she not? Yeah. She would be. Okay. So Bonnie was born August 29th. And we already said that. She was born into a Baptist family, but as an adult moved away from the Baptist faith. She was married until 1972 and had four children. She met with a fortune teller who had told her that she would soon meet a mysterious man. Ready for this description? Yes. This mysterious man would be tall, with light hair, and a fair complexion. Like, 90% of men? Yeah. Be like, oh, you- oh, you must be who I was supposed to be. Well, this was fairly close to Marshall's appearance. How's it- I feel like it either is or it isn't. I know. That's what I thought too, but anyway. Have you ever seen a picture of him? No. This will be one of the pictures that I post, but just because he creeps me out. <laughs> Actually, I'm just going to print his picture on a calendar for you next year. No, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> like, what did he look like when he was younger, though? Or is it just like being I just this? think these are... Maybe that's him younger. He just looks like a serial killer. He's not. So anyway, <laughs> he matched her fortune teller's description. Description, I guess. So it's uh, you know what? I'm getting older. It's close enough. Well, close enough. But she was already married, and I believe had kids. Yeah, four children. Fuck, so, I would have stopped way before that. Well, so, like, she didn't need to... She don't need no man. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so anyway, the yeah. two researched St. Francis of Assisi? Assisi? Is that it? Assisi's? Mm-hmm. Assisi. Assisi. No, no don't, don't forget Assisi! Assisi! <laughs> oh, I hate us. Alright, yes, yes, go on. <laughs> okay. I go, and then I put in parentheses, we all know I'm not going to say that right. But apparently I was close. I just, if I would have just confidently said it, well, I would have pronounced the last I. You mean S? No, there's no S. A CC. I don't know why I put I was going to say that, why was there another S at the end? I don't know. Okay, anyway. They also kept a King James Bible with them and focused on teachings about Chris, no, teachings about Christology. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> Asceticism, which is a lifestyle. Can I talk, please? <laughs> a lifestyle characterized by abstinence from sensual pleasure, often for the purpose of pursuing spiritual goals. And eschatology, the study of the end of things. Eschatology, whatever. They were, hmm. they were psycho. Like allegedly. <laughs> no, fuck it. I, I feel like that's not an allegedly. Yeah. He, he 
was the owner of a car. Also, this I just had to note. Marshall also liked to read science fiction. Watch out, everybody. So, we're going to talk about what Heaven's Gate is now. Also, this is a long one. I say we're probably almost done. Buckle in. <clears throat> By mid-June, the two had solidified their beliefs into an outline. They were prepared. They're writing a fucking essay? Like <laughs> They believed they were chosen to fulfill biblical prophecies, and they had higher-level minds than other people. Talk about a superiority complex. <laughs> they also claimed to be the two witnesses described in the book of Revelation and visited churches and other spiritual groups to speak on their identities. And in the book of Revelations, the two witnesses are the are two of God's prophets who are seen in a vision by John of Patmos. Pitomus? Or whatever. I was going to say, you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> who appear during the second woe recorded in Revelations 11... 114. I don't know how to say that right, because... Again. Yeah. Asking the wrong Yeah, person. we're not the right people to ask. I don't even know how to find that in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I'm somebody's godmother. Hey, I got my, I got my new Bible. <laughs> um, and I pulled that directly from Wiki's page for the two witnesses. So, if you want to know more about that, have at it. Okay, so they identified themselves as, quote, the two or... Quote, the UFO 2. Like, as in, like, unidentified object? Yeah. What does that have to do with the Bible? Maybe we'll find out. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, if we look out. on your face, you did not look very confident. So they believed that they would be killed and then restored to life and transported onto a spaceship. They referred to this event as the demonstration. Shockingly, their ideas were poorly received by existing religious communities. <laughs> I can't imagine why. <laughs> also, Wikipedia didn't say shockingly. That was my own. <laughs> added two cents. I had to add a little bit of a zing to it. <laughs> yeah. So they sought out like-minded people and resolved to contact extraterrestrials. Would they do go to Roswell, New Mexico? <laughs> No, they were still in Texas. They held meetings and recruited disciples and called them the, quote-unquote, the crew. They claimed to represent beings from another planet, the next level. That's capital N, capital L. I thought you said beans the first time. <laughs> oh, beans. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck do beans have to do? I need to slow down how I talk. Beings. They claimed to. Alright, Flash. How can I talk? Can I talk like Zach Baggins? Can you? No. <laughs> I'd have to really I'd really have to immerse myself into some ghost adventures. And I'm <laughs> got Aaron's back there. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not feeling it right now. So they claim to be they claim to represent beans. Beans. From another planet, the next level, capital N, capital L. And we're seeking participants for an experiment. They said that those who participated would be brought to a higher evolutionary level. I also like, okay, they're crazy. <laughs> but like, these people that are 
joining them are crazier. Yeah. Like, oh, you know what? That's t- that sounds totally legit. Yeah, I just don't understand. In 1975, they revealed at a Studio City home, so they moved to Studio City. They had a simultaneous revelation that they were the two witnesses written into the Bible story of the end of time. So, like, they really were on this two witnesses bullshit. No, the end time stuff. With the Bible. <laughs> yeah, it might not be. Who knows? I haven't read the Bible since I read. I guess if it probably some book of Revelations, I would imagine. Yeah, you're asking. That's me. like shit that I remember. <laughs> Good thing you went through twelve years of CCD. Eleven. No, not me. Six. Deuces. Well, trust me, I wish I could have deuced. There's <laughs> <laughs> a craft all over it. But I had already made my confirmation, so. Alright, later the group went to a hotel in Wald- Waldport, Oregon. They had sold all their worldly possessions and said farewell to loved ones. The group then vanished from the hotel and... Spooky music. The world. (laughs) Applewhite and Nettles, or Doe and Tea as they referred to themselves, led the nearly 100 people across the country sleeping in tents and begging in the streets, but evading detection by authorities and media. How? 100 people? Well, I mean, more than like 1970-something. Like, ah, hippies. (laughs) Applewhite believed he was directly related to Jesus, meaning he was a, quote, evolutionary kingdom level above human, unquote. Alrighty then. In 1983, Bonnie was told by a doctor she had cancer throughout her body after having an eye removed due to the cancer. She apparently thought the doctor was ignorant and believed, along with Marshall, that she could not die. The doctor believed she couldn't die? No, no, no. She and Marshall. Oh. I was going to say, I'm like, that's a very bold thing for a doctor to say. This guy. My eyes popped out enough. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Um, So they believed that she could not die. (laughs) Unfortunately, she ended up dying on June 18th or 19th. No confirmed date. 1985 in Parkland Memorial Hospital. However, she did not use the name Bonnie, whatever the other 17 names that she had was. She used Shelley West while there. I don't know why that was important. It was just on Wikipedia. So. Like, ah, what the hell? Now you have there. it there. Marshall convinced the rest of the group that her, quote, <laughs> broke down vehicle was left behind, unquote. Is her body the broke down vehicle? You got it. <laughs> She was cremated and her ashes were spread on a lake in Texas. Why my headlights are out? <laughs> my headlights are... They suck. Well, I don't know. Hey, one of my headlights got better than the other one. Are we thinking eyes? Yes. Okay, because then I also thought, like... No. Because wasn't that called, like, high beaming or something? That's... Yeah. When you... Yeah. <laughs> Good God. Have I mentioned I hate us yet? Two kinds of people. Yeah. Okay. So, her ashes were spread on some lake in Texas. Don't know which one. It could be Austin College's lake. Who knows? Marshall explained to his followers that Nettles had left because her work had been was done on this level. 
but he still had more work to do and that Bonnie would help from the next level. It sounds like they're in like a fucking video game. Yeah. You gotta level up by yourself, honey. I can't help you. (laughs) So then the Wikipedia page jumps to October 1960s. Yeah. October 1996. We were alive then. We were. In 1996, the clan began renting a large home, which they called the Monastery. Not the Monastat. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime I hear Monastery, I think of Monastat. I don't know why. Anyway, they began renting this home in a gated community of upscale homes in Rancho Santa Fe, California. It cost $7,000 a month in 1996. Damn. I don't know how much that is in today's money, but like... $7,000, that's a lot now. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) This is my favorite part. This is in cap. Well, part of this is in capitals. Around the same time, they purchased alien abduction insurance. Did not know that you could do that. Nor did I know that that was a thing. It would cover up to 50 members and would pay $1 million per person. It included abduction, impregnation, and death by aliens. Is this like a thing you can get? Like, <laughs> I was like, okay, join in a cult. All right, whatever. Hey, man, I need you to pay up for your alien abduction insurance. For real. Oh. I mean, on Geico, it says unusual insurance policies. <laughs> I mean, believe it or not, a London-based firm has sold more than 30,000 alien abduction insurance policies throughout Europe. <laughs> of course, you'll need to provide proof of the occurrence to file a claim. If you're a believer, a little green could save you from the little green men. Like, what the fuck? Don't forget werewolves, vampires, and ghosts. <laughs> what? That what? is ransom reimbursement, food truck insurance. That is truly like a scheme. I'm sorry. Well, then they got the, you know, like, Troy Palomalu had his hair insured. I, okay. Gene Simmons' tongue. <laughs> Fair. Those are. Money makers. Not fucking aliens. Right. So, in mid-March, Marshall taped himself in, do, quote, Dew's final exit, unquote. Speaking of... Um, suicide. Speaking of mass suicide, as the only way to evacuate the Earth. <laughs> suicide is not evacuating. <laughs> so mean to laugh at. I'm not laughing at the suicide. But, like, how could you be that involved in a cult to be like, oh, no, that's totally cool. Like, let's do that. I don't know. That's probably for the best that we don't have friends. I feel like I'd be one of those people that would get sucked into a cult. (laughs) It's true. He also asserted that there was a spacecraft trailing Comet Hill Bop. And this event would represent the closure to Heaven's Gate. Marshall convinced 38 followers in the monastery to prepare for ritual suicide so their souls could board the craft. Each member had to prepare a farewell message for themselves and videotape it. The group took phenol... 
barbitual mixed with applesauce and chased that shit with some vodka. <laughs> oh, that must have been improvised. <laughs> I don't think that's a. I don't think Wikipedia. Said that was that. ripped straight from the text of Wikipedia. <laughs> Chase that shit with some vodka. <laughs> but don't worry, in case that failed, they then induced asphy- asphyxiation by securing plastic bags around their heads. But like the ones that didn't do it, like they oh, just like went, like went about their lives, or they must not have lived in the house. Be- and we'll get to why that why I believe that. All thirty nine members were dressed in black shirts and sweatpants. Shit! <laughs> Everybody, just in case you're wondering, that's what Amanda's wearing right now. <laughs> what a what a day! To- so are you? Um, I'm not wearing sweatpants. These are PJ pants. Okay, I'm wearing leggings, so... Which one of us has more of a sweatshirt on than the other one? I have a tank top on. Okay, that's because you're weird. That's because it's hot in here. Oh, I was kind of cold. Anyway, okay, so they were wearing black shirts and sweatpants, brand new black and white Nike Decades athletic shoes, and armband patches reading Heaven's Gate Away Team. So now we're going, like, Star Trek on it? Like, what the hell? They each had a $5 bill and three quarters in their pockets. Is that the tax to get on the uh, spaceship? I guess. I don't know. Once dead, living members would remove the plastic bags and then pose the body so that it was laying in the laying in the person's bed with faces and torsos covered by a square purple cloth. The suicides took place over three days. So not oh, only... Oh, so it wasn't even, like, a mass suicide. Like, they did it, like... In days. So, like, not only were you like, oh, here's my friend fucking dying by suicide. Well, shit, I'm just gonna do it tomorrow. But, like, not only that, I'd be like, oh... Like, their body obviously is not on the spaceship. <laughs> well, I think it was their soul went to the next level, not That's... their body. That was their vehicle. Remember? Just because mine got some dents in it doesn't mean I want to get rid of it. <laughs> Okay, so the suicides took place over three days in groups of 15, 15, and 9, and included 21 women and 18 men between the ages of 26 and 72. like, one more to round it to 10? No. No. The group sent FedEx packages to numerous Heaven's Gates affiliate... Want to try that again? Yep. (laughs) The group sent FedEx packages to numerous Heaven's Gate-affiliated individuals, one of which was Rio D'Angelo. If you know who that is, good for you, because I didn't, and I apparently... Rio D'Angelo? Yeah, apparently I didn't fucking look that up, so... I don't know if he was just a member or... Like, an actual person? Yeah. I mean, he was an actual person. Rio de Janeiro, that's not right. (laughs) It's D-I-A-N-G-E-O... J-E-L-O. How about, speaking of theme songs, I, yesterday, my brother, maybe two nights ago, I don't know, whenever he was here. Says he's an author. Oh. Well, yeah, because he wrote about Heaven's Gate, Beyond Human Mind. Yeah. So he must have just been affiliated with them beforehand. He's important because he calls the police later on in the story. But, anyway... Back to my brother. Did, did you go to Rolling Stone? No. 20 years later, 10 things you didn't know. <laughs> oh, nope, missed that. I know all I need to know about them. Um. Anyway, 
Colin was like, oh, I want some goldfish. And I was like, I love fishes. They're so delicious. And he was like, what the fuck is that from? I was like, that's a goldfish song. And he's like, no, they're just the smell, the snack that smells back. Yeah, once you hit, like, the 2000s. Yeah. So then I looked up the commercial, and it was from 1996, so it was before his time, but, like, still. I love fishes are so delicious. But, like, it's retro, Colin. Yeah. Get with the times. <laughs> okay, so anyway. Rio D'Angelo gets- <laughs> Did that have to do with this? Oh, I, I started singing the Jello. Oh. And then I said, speaking of theme songs. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Oh. Well, you laughed at it, so. <laughs> that That's true. Okay, so Rio D'Angelo gets one of these FedEx packages, and his package included the Dew's final exit, recorded by Dew. Doe. Oh, it's the Doe's final exit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but to be fair, if you saw D-O apostrophe S... Do's? Exactly. That's why I'm like saying do's it. And, and then, like, the first time I did like, it, and I was like, that right. doesn't sound right. No, it's the Doe's final exit. <laughs> because it because he right. called himself Doe, and she was T. Like T E A? No, like T I. The only thing I could think of was Sound of Music. Like, Do Re Mi So La Ti Do. Do. A deer. A female deer. <clears throat> Sorry getting ready for my singing career. Okay, so <laughs> this package included the Doe's final exit video that Marshall recorded and the farewell messages from the group followers. Like, it just sounds like it's like, oh, like I'm gonna exit stage left. This is my like final yeah. pal. <laughs> he notified his boss. So maybe he worked for a news station. I feel like I might have read that, but I didn't really write it down, so I don't care. Um, so he notifies his boss and the pair go from LA to the Rancho Santa Fe. I don't know if that's he's I just try to sound fancy when I say that. It just sounds stupid and like an uncultured piece of shit. Um, so anyway, they go up to Rancho Santa Fe to see if this is real. Upon arrival, D'Angelo found entry to the home through the back door that was purposefully unlocked and discovered the bodies, two of which were the last two to die and still had their plastic bags on their heads, and their torsos and faces were uncovered. Does that mean they couldn't get on the spaceship? I don't know. Marshall was the third to last to die. And how they, I guess, they can determine time of death, but... Science. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> D'Angelo anonymously calls the San Diego County Sheriff's Department at 3.15 on March 26th and requests a welfare check. Not like, hey man, there's... There's like nine dead people. <laughs> 38 dead people. Oh, Yeah. It's like, uh, can you go to this address and check? I think, uh, yeah. just make sure everybody's alright. I'm not really sure. Be like, oh, hey, they're in a cult and they all killed themselves. Yeah. Like, can you bring an ambulance in the corner? Yeah, it was just, it's so weird to me that it was like an anonymous well, how call. how they know that he... Because he came forward. Oh. Um, and also, the bodies had begun to decompose by the time they were discovered. Ew. So they sure did not smell great in there. And ultimately, they were cremated. So here's the aftermath of Heaven's Gate. A 50-year... Jesus, Lord, can I please talk? A 58-year-old man in Marysville, California, died by suicide and left a note saying he was going on the spaceship to be with those who had gone before him, but he had no ties to Heaven's Gate that people knew of. 
Three former Heaven's Gate members died by suicide in the months after the mass event. On May 6, 1997, Wayne Cook and Charlie Humphreys attempted suicide in a hotel in a manner similar to those in the group had. Cook died and Humphreys survived this attempt. Oh, I was like, why do I have 55 in parentheses? Double nickels. <laughs> but it's because I copied and pasted directly from Wikipedia and didn't take out the source. <laughs> you know, the source. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. Another former member, James Perky Jr. I assume that's how you say his name. That's just how I'm going to say it. Died by suicide by a self-inflicted gunshot wound on May 11th. Humphreys, who had survived his first suicide, attempted and ultimately killed himself in Arizona in February of 1998. The infamy caused by the mass suicides limited availability and its sudden and unceremonious discontinuation has been cited as the reason why Nike decades command such high resale value. I feel like that's a horrible reason. Yeah, but that's Heaven's Gate and Marshall and Bonnie are dead. Along with... 37 other people. Maybe 36. No. Marshall is the 38th. He convinced 37 people. Bonnie died whenever she didn't believe the doctor. Ah, that's true. So. But that's Heaven's Gate. So what you got for us um, on Freaky Friday? We're gonna do the Paris catacombs. Oh. Tombs? Do you mean tunnels in... Francais? In Francais? (laughs) In Paris? Wee wee. A CC? Yeah, a CC. <laughs> yes, yes, we will. <sighs> okay, so until next time, you can find us on Instagram at In Reference to Podcast, on Twitter at In Reference to. I tried to add podcasts to the end of that, but it's too long for a Twitter handle, so sorry. Um, you can drop us an email at In Reference to Podcast at gmail.com. Any anything you want to say? Pop in and say hey. Just just looking for some friends. And you can also help support us on Patreon by donating to our Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) Duh, that's the only way you can join us on Patreon. Um, Patreon.com backslash in reference to. And yeah, Wikipedia really has been bothering me for two dollar and seventy five sent donation so it hasn't because i feel like i really don't use wikipedia okay well not like haunted rooms had one it'd be popping up <laughs> they're gonna be hitting us up you'd be like hey <laughs> give me royalties um all right and until next time Ta-da! Ta-da!